Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 26 of the Rock For Him podcast. I'm Jeremy, your host, and with me are my good friends, co-host Jason Bukowski and Scott Mullins. How's it going, guys? Going good. Good. Real good. I gotta tell you, I'm excited about tonight. We've got oh, yeah. our, our, <laughs> our special <laughs> guest is Jared Bayless from the band Bayless. How's it going, man? Good. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, thank you for being part of this. For sure. So, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and the band and and you know what you do and sure um so my wife and i started this band um a long time ago <laughs> like like 12 years ago so um yeah we um and we were actually or i was actually known as before we were married as the jared bayless band and then we did a um battle of the bands for air one in kansas city and then uh we actually co-won that and then uh we played at arrowhead stadium which was kind of cool but um then uh, the one of the judges said, "Hey, you should just be Bayless and not Jared Bayless." And I was like, "That sounds like my dad. Like I think of my dad when I do that. Um, and my dad is not rock and roll." So, um, but we're like, sure, I guess she has my last name now. So we dropped it to just Bayless. And then, um, we've just been doing that with, uh, um, with friends, I suppose, over the years and went to Nashville, um, in like 2013 and did a EP with, um, John Steingard, formerly of Hawk Nelson. That's a whole other topic. Um, but, uh, anyway, so then, uh, anyway, and then God kind of like really, um, put everything on hold. Uh, when I was, and I, I began doing ministry here at Element Church and I was a worship pastor. And then, uh, like we st- we did my declaration or I did my declaration because it was my pastor's, um, book that was coming out. He's like, Hey, will you write a song for my book? And I said, sure. And I just had a kid and I did it really quickly. And he was like, let's do a, um, let's do it as like pre-sales and we'll just give it away for free. It's like, sure. So we did that, and then uh, I sent it over to Justin Forshaw um, from As We Ascend and We As Human, and I was like, hey, I know you don't know me, but you want to mix this for me? And then he said, sure. And then uh, it went into radio, and then it hit number five, and I was like, I better write some more music. So uh, we then put out the EP after that and had some friends on our worship team um, join our band. And so that brings us up to now. I thought that was a long explanation, but that's that's the backstory of us. That's awesome. Nice. Awesome. Guy, you got anything? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, where are you guys uh, based out of? And uh, maybe introduce the rest of the band. Um, so everybody knows maybe what your role in the band and your wife's role would be. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, so... So I'm Jared, obviously, but I'm uh, based out of, uh, we're all based out of Cheyenne, Wyoming, where everybody assumes is not a state. And so, in fact, it is a state and we have roads. And so uh, we, uh, yeah, we're based out of here and we're all in Cheyenne. And then my wife, or I do guitar and piano and producing and all that stuff. And then my wife is uh, the other lead vocalist. Her name is Vanessa. And then we have Haley Laban, who is our bass player, and then Zach Lopez-Smith, who is our drummer. Very nice. Nice. So one thing that we like to do here on the show, for anyone that we have on, is we like to ask your testimony. How did you come to know Christ? Okay, my story, this is, uh, my testimony is one of, uh, I used to think was boring and I used to not like to tell my testimony, uh, because I wasn't an alcoholic or something. Uh, and so that's, you know, the cool testimony or I was on meth and now I'm not, but I don't have that story. I grew up in the church. I was raised in the church. Um, however, I was burned by the church. So, um, and in ministry nonetheless. So, uh, so for me, I've always been a Christian. Um, I was kind of a brat. I was kind of a little punk, uh, growing up. I never did anything wrong per se. I just wasn't really taking things seriously. 
And part of my testimony is uh, when I was in high school or middle school and high school, we had a real small youth group and we never could, it was really, really close, about six of us, but it never grew. And we're always like, well, that's weird. We're awesome. And then what I realized is that it was not growing because of us. And so um, we used to tease people. I used to tease people a lot. And I didn't know the difference between making fun of somebody and teasing somebody. So I lived in a lot of regret as I got older and have a lot of uh, regret in my testimony of uh, I used to, instead of drawing people to Jesus, I pushed them away. And so I like forever regretted that and still is a part of my testimony. So when I got older and I went to Bible college, I um, was trying really hard to prove myself that look how much I've grown up. Look how much uh, I'm trying. But those people froze me in my past. And they, when we often do that, we freeze people in the worst that we remember them and we never let them out because why would you ever, you know, why would you ever grow? And, you know, and you're just that same way and you'll always be remembered as that punk kid who whatever. And uh, you can try all you want. And I, I eventually was trying so hard to seek their approval um, to one day I had to just let that go and just be like, you know what? He changed me and that's on you. If you don't want to believe it, um, I'm moving on. So um, my testimony is one um, of all the things that have happened to me in my life and uh, in both in ministry and both in uh, professionally, I guess, and all the blessings that I have been given is because um, my testimony is of God's faithfulness and that I have just done what he has asked me to do. And I have not always done it perfectly, but I have tried to improve and I've tried to be better and I've worked hard and God has given me a lot of blessings and talents and all kinds of stuff. But um, but I realize that my mind is if you do what God says and you are and his promises, he will fulfill them. And that's sometimes not always seen as exciting and I don't know why we don't celebrate that. Um, and so not saying that you need to celebrate me, but I'm just saying that uh, that my testimony is one that people who do, who are the alcoholics or the people, we have a lot of people in our church who are former alcoholics and meth addicts and all kinds of stuff. And their testimony is always one that's really powerful, but it's always they wish they had my testimony. They're trying to now fulfill what I have what I what God has shown to me. I've grown I've grown up and God's been faithful to me. And I've seen uh, God, you know, because I was faithful to him. And because of that, that's what they're all seeking is that stability that I've had for my whole life. And now they're trying to gain that. And so we look at it as like, ah, you just grew up in the church and like, but now those people are like, how do I get to be that long-term stability? And like storms come after you and they don't bother you. And I, I get set back, you know, 10 times because I'm just starting out, but we don't look at that as like something to be valued. So that is my testimony. And I realize that you, you should, you should say, hey, God has fulfilled his promises that he said in my life. And that's my testimony. If you do what he says, this is what it is. And I'm, I'm thankful for it. So that's my testimony. Well, I just got to tell you, never, ever think that your testimony is any more exciting or any less exciting than anybody else's. It for is sure. your specific testimony. And it, I mean, honestly, each one that we have heard has been beautiful. I mean, we've heard mm. everything from... The people that were on drugs, alcohol, to just like you, I grew up and and mm -hmm. you know as a Christian, and my testimony is boring. Well, they're not. They're mm -hmm. they're fantastic, and we love hearing them. Mm -hmm. Thank so, you. Thank you. Yeah. So, who are you guys influenced by, both lyrically and musically? Ooh, um, I mean, I can't. I can speak for some of them. Um, 
for me personally, uh, musically, so I started playing um, music when I was 19. I didn't sing. I didn't do anything. And so I uh, was, I had like, I can't remember this, the gaming system I had. I was, a, I was kind of a gamer. And then suddenly I just like, I want to, I want to play guitars. So I wanted to play Metallica. So I was influenced by Metallica and I sold my gaming system, bought a guitar at a pawn shop. And then asked a friend to come over and teach me the first 30 seconds of like four Metallica songs. And I, cause that's about all I could play uh, and not even well. And so um, I was really influenced by Metallica. I uh, got into ministry because of Metallica, as I tell people. And um, so then as I grew uh, lyrically, I was influenced a lot by Demon Hunter. Uh, I really liked just the poetic nature of that in Project 86, um, just Andrew Schwab's poetic way of putting things. I really, really enjoyed and uh i actually like their music as far as guitar work and i was really influenced by red for a little bit um i was influenced by jeremy camp and people will say i sound like him but that wasn't um i was inspired by him as far as a um a leader in the public eye as a christian i almost gave up on music and had decided i was going to give up on music that night and went to a jeremy camp acoustic concert and then he said uh he basically was everything he was doing. I looked at him and I was like, I can do all those things. And he's talking about God being like, my, this is my desire to be used by you. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, why am I giving up? I can do all that stuff he's doing. Maybe not to what he's doing, the way he's doing it, but why am I giving up? And so he's been a, someday I'd like to shake his hand and thank him for that. But, um, but he's been an influence in that, in terms of that. Um, and even how to handle my voice in singing, because we kind of sound similar, but um, so yeah, so that's some of mine. Um, I know Vanessa was influenced by Evanescence. She kind of sounds like Evanescence, even though she doesn't like being told she sounds like Amy Lee. <laughs> but um, but she uh, she definitely has some influence from them. And um, she grew up in country music, not because she wanted to, because she had to, because she lived in Amish country, Ohio. So she um, had to go <laughs> sing all that stuff. And then she heard rock music and was like, okay, I want to sing that. And so she really started honing in her voice on that. Um, I know Zach is really influenced by Avenged Sevenfold. Um, Haley has some Paramore influences, and I can't answer for all of them, but those are some of the ones we've answered before of our influences. Awesome. You know, I, I love that almost every band that you brought up is not like a Christian band. They're secular bands, but they influenced you, and God used that music to bring you to where you are. And mm -hmm. that to me is just, that's a testimony right there. That's awesome. It really is. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy you didn't uh, give it up because, uh, we, I really dig your stuff personally. Uh -huh. Thank um, you. It is, I forgot awesome. to mention when I first talked, uh, it's an honor. I remember turning mm -hmm. on Christian rock, uh, dot net back in 2018, 2019, maybe and hearing my declaration. And I thought, man, that's that's what I want to do. That one, I want this to be my declaration. So thank you. Oh well, thank you. Um, back then, I sent you a couple messages, and yeah. same thing like you to Jeremy Camp. It's finally <laughs> nice to meet you, and oh, thank and, you. Uh, say that God used you into my life as well. So oh, well, keep that up. Thank you. Um, I'm also amazed being a Facebook friend. Um, I'm amazed at how talented you are. Um, I see stuff you're doing video production and mm. those paintings and some of your pictures you throw on just amazing maybe you could uh tell us some of your other interests and oh, stuff you're involved in i'm involved multi-talented 
Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't know. I, uh, I will preface this by, I get real, um, busy with stuff, but, um, it's not because I like need to do stuff. I just, um, I'm a big proponent, like in, in like talking about the parable, uh, of like the tenant of the talents. Um, like I never want to bury my mind in the sand and I never want to be called a wicked, lazy servant. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I have a, like a desire to do stuff. I just do it because I, I'm like sinning if I'm not. And so I'm not because I'm trying to fill some void I don't have. Um, so I, yeah, so I do music production, obviously, and, and singing and playing. And I've been doing that for a while. And then I do video production and shooting that and editing and uh, have some other bands who have actually reached out recently and some companies who want us to do some of that and had an opportunity to go to Nashville to shoot a country music video, which I turned down, but, um, <laughs> but it, but it was, it, um, it was a good opportunity. It's just, it's, it's kind of crazy how like all this stuff's coming up. So then I don't know what to do with that. Uh, but yeah, I have a photography business on the side and, uh, sell canvases and wood prints and metal prints. And, um, so that was also weird. Um, and it came out of nowhere, just as something I love to do. And then, um, another thing that, that was also really, really weird, um, in a good way. Um, I have, uh, I'm part of this, I guess you called it a committee. I got this idea about four years ago to just do this wind project idea and it's uh, kinetic art. And um, I pitched it to a few friends and they said, let's go talk to like the university of Wyoming and uh, all these people, all these, um, we would talk to engineers and I pitched my idea and long story short, somebody picked it up and four years later, we're having a ribbon cutting for it. And uh, we got a grant, a hundred thousand dollar grant from our city, from the, sorry, from the government. And uh, it's actually the stage phase one. And it's um, essentially it's like moving uh, like when the wind and it like it makes sound or um, it moves and you interact with it. And then uh, my dream is to have it in a, a plaza. And so um, and so that's kind of the long term goal. So I'm like on this. They all just decided to do my ideas. And there's five things going up around the city the structures and um and they just have called me in for meetings and I just, they just do my idea. It's really weird. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and so that I've got that going on and that came out of nowhere. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just, I guess I'm an entrepreneur, so I love doing stuff. I love doing anything creative. I love cooking. I love, I'll do cooking when I'm frustrated with music. I'll do video <laughs> when I'm frustrated with, you know, I don't know. I just move to the next thing and, um, I just love creating. So there's a, there's a lot of things I do. I love speaking. I love preaching. I love writing. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff I like doing. Okay, very cool. Are you uh, are you the lead pastor then at Element, or what's no, your role there? No, I'm the worship pastor. Um, okay. We just got our new lead pastor literally today, um, so that's kind of funny. But uh, I've just been helping lead and preach and um, organize and do all kinds of stuff. But I've been here for about ten years, so yeah. Nice. So you've been getting quite a bit of rotation on Rock for Him. Thank you. What uh, what can we look forward to in the future? Do you guys have anything coming up? Do you have any tours coming up? Anything like that? Yeah. So, um, well, as far as more radio play, yeah, we're we have some other songs. Here's the crazy part. So, like, um, so we are actually distributed by, or Searchlights is distributed by Sony, and so that kind of came out of nowhere. So we're, um, so that got us on the mainstream radio, which is cool. Um, and we're number 28 on the metal charts on the mainstream. So I'm getting ready to do interviews with all these stations, which I, I'm not sure what they're going to talk to me about, but, um, but that's fine. That's, that's part of my ministry is this literally searchlight. So, um, 
So we're working so hard at that um, that I'm like, when do I even have time to write new stuff? Because you want me to do all these social media posts and videos and like. Um, so anyway, we are working on new stuff. There is something new. It won't be uh, that we're going to release. That's only the second place that I would have announced this. But we are uh, going to put out a um, uh, it's called Bayless Unspoken. And it is all piano and strings of some of our top hits. Wow. And so um, it's just something different we're going to try. And just uh, we'll put it out just on YouTube first and see how it does before we spend money on distributing it somewhere. But it will just be a one big um, video, essentially, with all the music back to back to back. So if you want to just sit in the background, listen um, in your job, if you're like, I can't put your guys' normal stuff on because it's too aggressive, I'll put this on or whatever it may be. So... Um, some people just love working to that type of music. So we thought, well, it gives us another option. And I heard already had a lot of that stuff done to begin with. So I just kind of went in and fine tuned it and added some more strings to stuff. And, um, so we're working on that. That should be out, uh, soon, very soon, actually. So that is, oh, awesome. and sorry, I, touring, I like sorry, you, you said, uh, touring. So part of the issue for us is like, we want to tour, but, um, when you're both in the band, when your wife and you are in the band and you have a kid. It gets really difficult and you're like, I would love to. We've had to turn down Germany twice um, because we're like, what are we going to do with our son? Like, like who's going to watch him and take him to you know school and he's a toddler and like, who's going to say yes to that? Um, so we've had to say no to a lot of opportunities. So we've been doing one-offs um, because we have to either take him on the road with us for a short amount of time or leave him away for a short amount of time. And it's just not, we want to be good parents and I want to be the best dad that I can be to him right now. So um, so we're just letting God kind of guide and dictate those one-offs and writing new music and um, putting out content where we can and just encouraging people, unfortunately, from afar and then just, just concerts where we can. That's awesome. Well, Scott volunteers to babysit anytime you need. Anytime you need. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. I don't know if you want that. <laughs> I was going to say, bring them. Yeah. yeah, it would be nice. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of things to factor in, so. You could run well, around I, my I just got to tell you, I'm pretty excited for you to release that uh, instrumental. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but Kirk Hammett from Metallica released mm -hmm. an inter instrumental EP. I didn't and know it, that. It's called Portals, and it is fantastic. Mm. I'll so, check that out. And I listen to it at work, so to hear Perfect. your guys. There you go. Mm, can't wait. Awesome. Yeah, so we haven't officially announced that anywhere. Um, we're going to kind of just basically like, surprise, here it is, and then see how it does, and then... Uh, if it does well, then maybe we'll distribute it out uh, individually. But uh, yeah, awesome. That is awesome. So, what is your favorite song you've written, both lyrically and and musically, and why? Hmm. Man, that's a good question. Um, lyrically, I. <laughs> probably the raven which nobody knows um which is fine uh it is an older song and there's a reason why we don't really push that uh because production value and stuff isn't as good but but it is still one of the most poetic um songs that i've ever written um so basically uh satan is kind of represents the raven it's like the reverse of edgar Allan poe um the raven so i've just always really enjoyed that of talking about nevermore will you lies destroy my heart so anyway, I really enjoy that. Uh, that's been a really creative uh, thing for me. I always resonate with like, I don't know where I was in that time to write that, but I always think back and go, good job. I don't know how I did that. Um, 
And then as far as musically, man, that's a good question. What song do I really enjoy playing? Uh, I really do enjoy Ready Aim. I, I did really enjoy that. Um, mostly because I was uh, just the, the day I wrote it was uh, I had just gotten out of knee surgery and I was <laughs> in my basement. Uh, I couldn't even move. And I was probably up on some sort of drugs. And that's what came out. So um, sitting there <laughs> one legged and uh, writing songs about going after the monster um, seems fitting. But it was fun. It was just kind of this heavy song that um, I enjoy playing. Um, I don't know. That's that's one I really do enjoy. Um, I like stuff with really fast riffs and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'd say that's probably one of my this. Yeah, I guess that's part of my answer for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Is that uh, is that something we can find out there, Raven? Is it? Is it, it is. It is. Okay. It is out there. Yep, it's out there. Um, I mean, it's not terrible or anything. Um, I uh, mixed it myself a long time ago. I was learning how to do that myself, and it did fine. Um, I think. I think that song has actually had. It will actually be on this instrumental uh, EP as well, or I don't know what we're calling this, but um, because it's got this. Um, I'll never forget, like people have come out of nowhere about that song and just had said how much it's meant to them. And it's just kind of strange to me because um, I just didn't expect it. A guy was nearly in tears as I left our last church to move here and said, thank you. I, I don't think I'd be alive if it wasn't for that song. And I thought, what in the world are you talking about? <laughs> like, um, OK, so uh, it's just a, it's just interesting. It's just it's an interesting song that I'd like to redo someday and um, maybe put it back out there, but I don't know. We're always so busy trying to do new music. You don't go backwards, but um, so yeah, no, it's out there, um, but I'd really do enjoy it. Nice. We'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah. But uh, then I was also going to say, um, have you ever thought about doing something with your testimony with the promises, writing a song about that? I think, I think what you're saying could have probably been interpreted into a song. You know, because you're not, yeah. sometimes you sit back or I know I sit back and think I'm the only one going through something or I'm the only one thinking something. And then the next thing I know, talking to another brother in Christ or something and the exact same thing. And it's like, mm -hmm. wow, I didn't, you're struggling too. Let's, you know, what are you doing to work on it? What are you, so just a thought. Yeah, um, yeah maybe. Um, I did write, uh, I wrote, I write a lot of music. Um, I did uh three albums for our church wrote three worship albums um and so one of them is called standing on your promises and uh, that's actually kind of an anthem for our church so we do we do those songs in our church and so uh, one of them is called standing on your promises and it was after um but it, it would apply um a little bit but it also talked we had like uh four people in a week and our church die suddenly mm -hmm. and uh it was a real heavy time uh, a couple kids in uh anyway so we were just like, how do we move forward? And it was, well, we're standing on your promises and take us where your presence is. So, um, so I'd say, yeah, I, I, I could probably write a song out of that. I could write a song out of a lot of my life, I imagine. But uh, yeah, that's a good idea. I like it. Awesome. So I know you said it's kind of hard for you guys to get out on tour because uh, you and your wife and your kid. But if someone were to show up to your house say all right drop the kid off at scott's house you're coming on tour with us who would you want to, who would you not be able to say no to oh man uh i mean like skillet of course i think everybody would say skillet i mean <laughs> we would look up to them so much they're another influence such i should have mentioned but um because it's definitely a husband and wife combo 
um, that we've always looked up to them. And so, um, actually, ironically, so we were real close. Uh, this is, I've not actually said this publicly. We were real, oh, we were close. We got to ask John Cooper to be on a song with us, but he, uh, had to decline. So we were able to get to him, but, uh, that was a, an event in itself. <laughs> we were actually just like, Hey, he's cool. He just, he, we actually got to him. That's cool. That was going to be like our dream of like, Oh my gosh, like John and Corey. But, um, uh yeah they would if they said come on tour with us i think we'd be like we'll just figure it out we'll just have to come uh he'll come with us and we'll pay somebody to come with us to be on tour with us and some sort of nanny uh they would be one um hmm we're so we we would want to be just like man we're ministry minded and i don't mean that in a stereotypical like churchy sense um like we're fine with like non-christian bands but if we're gonna bring our son somewhere um there's got to be some intention to it some purpose so like we would have to know that we're not, you know, I don't know, risking some of his growth and like some people see it for what we are doing. So I think Skillet would be, it might be the one right now that would make like, you can't pass this up. Uh, there might be some other ones, but they would be the ones that we would just, yeah, it would be really, really cool. So Awesome. So of all the places you guys have played, do you have a a, a favorite? like venue or, or um that's a good question um, or even a, like a dream venue where you would want to play hmm well i mean playing at arrowhead stadium was cool um uh and that was i mean that was yeah that was cool it was a faith and family night um they were really really nice to us and i'm a denver broncos fan so that was really difficult for me um <laughs> uh and they fed us and were really nice uh so that would hurt um but that was fun. That was probably our favorite venue. I suppose it's not your typical venue, you know. Um, uh, we we like the little small venues that are like uh, real intimate that people are really into it. And we have some really cool stories that have come out of that. So I don't know if we have like a dream venue. I think we'd have a dream uh, crowd in the venue that would be the best. Um, like, so there was I'm thinking of this one small little coffee shop venue. It was a pretty cool little venue in um chanute kansas it was tiny it's a tiny little place and there's nothing to do but go to concerts so we went and did a show there and uh this we were packing up and it, it went real well we played for about an hour and this kid was standing there um he wasn't a kid he was 19 he's standing there um and he just starts talking to me as i'm packing up my gear and he said i'm i don't know what i'm doing here uh i don't believe in god i moved here two years ago from california my mom died i don't I'm here by myself. I, I don't even know why I'm here. And he's stammering. And I, I said, hang on, let me, um, like, let me get off the stage first. So I got off the stage and he just told me everything. Like, I don't know why I'm here. And he's just listening to me for like, I was, I was a pastor to him. That was the church, you know, like singing for some reason was better than uh, a pastor. So, uh, he spilled his guts to me. And, um, I said, I'm sorry, we've, we, it's really late and we have to get on the road um can i pray for you and he said nobody's ever prayed for me in my life mm -hmm. and i thought how what a shame that is that you have made it 19 years and nobody has prayed for you so i got the privilege to be able to pray for him as the first person in his life um wow. and then he we connected on facebook i think after that and stuff like that and still to this day uh and so i those are like our dream scenarios honestly that's our dream concert of like we do this uh, for the music and it's fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's afterwards is what we really like care about. Like our dream scenario would be to bring some friends to a show and then 
have them afterwards ready to just counsel and talk with people like that would be our dream of like let us use the music if we give that gives us credibility into your life but after that like tell me what's going on like that's why searchlights is what it is of like tell me your name before i tell you you know before you tell me if you think i'm awesome or if i you know like i'm glad you liked what i did but like what's your name and are you drowning you know like so anyway, that th that's probably what I would say. So it doesn't necessarily matter the venue. There's, of course, you're going to be like, oh, man, thousands of people. That would be so fun. But ultimately, thousands of people who go, that was cool, to, uh, you know, 40, 50 people who were like, man, my life changed that day. Like, uh, that's more important. Yep. Absolutely. That's that's awesome, man. That's, that's so great to hear. And I think it's uh, similar to us on our ministry. It's uh, we we caught when that a person um got to the lord through our ministry and it's been so exciting that was kind of a fire that just um has kept us going and want to keep pushing this like we are uh, mm, to all the glory awesome. of god so i love hearing that and um fortunately we're kind of getting close to closing out here but we always like to pray for each band is there anything specifically we can pray for bayless for um i'd say just discernment is a good a good thing um we have a lot coming at us in a good way but um and there's a lot of opportunities and there's cool stuff like i was saying mentioned having to do those mainstream uh interviews and um i'm looking forward to it i really do enjoy talking with um people who aren't believers and this is going to sound weird. I enjoy talking to angry people. I know that sounds weird. Um, but I like, I, I, so I have a, I have a family counseling degree um, and here I am doing music. So uh, I enjoy asking the extra question as to what's bringing about the anger. And I like caring for people when they want to be cared about, but not when they're angry and that diffuses them. So not saying all these guys are going to be angry, but I'm going to say they're going to come at me with some questions of tell me, I found out you're a Christian band. Like, what does that mean? And I kind of enjoy this. I kind of enjoy it. So, but I do need discernment and I do need, uh, grace and love. And, um, so as a band, I think just what is next moving forward, um, with that and, and saying yes to the right things and, um, and the writing that would be also really helpful. Just of what, what is it that we need to say next? Cause we're very intentional in what we write about. So, um, we don't want to just be putting out stuff just because it, it, it should be meaningful and there should be a lot of meaning behind it. So awesome. Absolutely. Well, before we, uh, before we pray, where can people find your music? Yep. You can go anywhere. I mean, it's Spotify, all that stuff. You can go Apple anywhere. Uh, and then Baylessband.com is our website. Um, Instagram. Yeah, we're, we're, we're everywhere. So just like everybody else is. So awesome. Well, uh, seeing how Scott mentioned it, I think I will have him uh, pray us out. Absolutely. Uh, awesome, Father in Heaven, thank you for the, another night to uh, get to m together with community and discuss you and music. And thank you for our brother uh, Jared to come on and spend some time with us. We just want to lift him up to you, Father, and the band. And uh, as they proceed forward just uh, be in their lives have your will be done in their lives uh, give them discernment and um, put words into their thoughts to write and what direction they should go to and this oppor these opportunities that are coming up in mainstream just give Jarrett the wisdom and the 
uh, words to say to put you first and bring and lead others to you. Uh, we love you. We thank you for both ministries. Thank you for the blessings that you're sending us. I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, Jared, thank you so much for joining us tonight. No, this has truly you. been a pleasure for, for sure. all of us having you on. Thank you. I appreciate it. Scott, brother, great having you on. Jeremy, <laughs> you're awesome, dude. Love having you on. Yeah, and Jared, remember, if you're going to rock, rock for him. All right, everyone, have a good night. <laughs>